Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 8, Chapter 90. For a long time, the fathers continued to instruct the people on the things of God in the Church of San Girolamo, until the Florentines constructed a splendid building designed for the purpose, on the banks of the Tiber. And here they began to deliver the spiritual discourses. For several years, the fathers lived like this, sharing the same house, surrendering themselves and their property to the service of God, and the harvest of souls. They had a single purse, a common table, and that frugal and sober. They prayed and meditated much. The priests celebrated mass. There were five of them to begin with, and the others communicated on the bread of heaven, either daily or on alternate days. This manner of life was generally approved so that many intelligent and learned priests and laymen came to join the community of the fathers. For not all were prepared to bind themselves with the vows of religious life. This then was the origin of our congregation. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, apostle of Rome, counselor of popes, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we look in the Acts of the Apostles, we see St. Luke describe the early church with four characteristics. They devoted themselves to prayer, to fellowship, to the worship in the temple, and to the teaching of the apostles, and to breaking of the bread. Prayer, fellowship, breaking of the bread, and the teaching of the apostles. Those four principles are at the life of the early church. And throughout the history of the church, reform movements, renewal movements, have often hearkened back to those same four principles. The breaking of the bread was the code word in the early church for the mass. It was the code word for their repeating what our Lord had done at the Last Supper, taking bread and wine, repeating his words, following his commandment, do as I have commanded you, take and eat, take and drink. And so in the early church, The Mass, the Eucharist, was central. And that's what we hear about tonight. The early oratorians, the priests celebrated Mass every day. You say, well, this is pretty common. Well, it wasn't common then. 
what St. Philip and the Oratorians, along with some Jesuits and others were doing, has now become fairly standard in the church. But at the time, it was, it was not standard. And so the early Oratorians were gathered on the Eucharist, and not just the priests, but those who were not yet ordained received the Eucharist every day if they could, sometimes alternate days. So the Eucharist is there. And then it says that they devoted themselves to prayer, to meditating often. So prayer, the breaking of the bread, and the fellowship. You see, he emphasizes the common life they had together. Together, they instructed the people. They had these four talks each day. They're working together. They're, they're building off of each other. They're not just working together, but they're living together. They're surrendering themselves under the same house, the same common table. Prayer, the breaking of the bread, fellowship, and the teaching of the apostles. Well, what were the early oratorians doing? They're handing on the things of God. They're instructing the people. In order to do that, you have to contemplate first the things that you hand on to others. You cannot give what you do not have. And so there is, in these early oratorians, a renewal of this early life of the church. Now, what we hear about here is a life of renewal for the priests. A new way of life for priests and brothers in which the life of the early church, the daily distribution of the word of God was being carried on. But there's another aspect that's similar to the early church. These fathers did not take vows. It says that not all were prepared to bind themselves with the vows of religious life. What does that mean? Well, the oratorians as oratorians do not take vows. They do not promise directly to God they will own nothing. They do not promise directly to God a vow of obedience through a superior. And as an oratorian, they don't vow directly to God chastity, perpetual continence, being unmarried and, and not having the use of marriage, not having the use of the activities of marriage proper to marriage. Now, did they live chastity? Yes. Did they get, use what they had for the good of souls and the beautif beautifying of the church? Yes. Did they live obedience? Yes, but they didn't make vows of it. For an oratorian, like in the early church, the chastity, the obedience, the voluntary giving away of what one had was done precisely in that way, voluntarily. An oratorian doesn't at all, all at one time, make a vow, a gift of his will, but in fact, every day he has to choose, he has to decide. And what motivates these early oratorians? What motivates current oratorians? We have one bond, charity. We prefer the will of God to everything else. We prefer to live in harmony with our brothers because God has put us together for the salvation of souls. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.